we held in Perik Tess, we spoke about last time, that the fact that there's an element of Ava and Yira, which is a mitzvah, which everyone's obligated in, and there's the element of Ava and Yira, which is Hasidus, which means beyond the requirements of the mitzvah. And that's we let's talk about what that is. And so he starts with the Yira first. And he says, in Ikar Yira, Yira Sarayamus. The level of Yira we're talking about now, which is an expression of Hasidus, as opposed to an expression of what the person's obligated, so a person is obligated, we said in Europe, that he should know that Hashem is in charge, Hashem knows, Hashem punishes the reward. But there's a year which is higher than that. We call Yerusalemus. And what's Yerusalemus? Shetzarech ha'adam l'achshay, v'oylem ispa'al Allah is in Mitzvah. When a person is diving, when a person is doing a Mitzvah, what he needs to think is, Kirifnei melech, malachem lachem v'ispa'al Allah. Oh, Yisam, Yisam. What he's doing, what he's saying is in front of Hashem. V'hub ma'ashit z'atano, v'shatam ispa'al Allah. That is the Miyata Misfana. When you're davening, know that in front of who you're davening. Now be aware of the fact that you're standing in front of Hashem. You're standing in front of Hashem. Now the interesting thing is that the Mitzvah Shashayim has actually made things much easier for us than the Halakha does. Because when you're talking about the idea of Yerash Aramus, Yerash Aramus means not that a person is afraid of being punished. But there's a certain, there's a certain awe, there's a certain... Uh, a man, like trepidation, when a person stands in front of someone greater than him. Not because they're going to get punished. When, I remember, when Sikhatot Shavadashi, the Khalil Ibrahim. There was a certain feeling of him. It wasn't because he's going to punish you, but because he felt someone great. And therefore, because of that, he felt a certain uh, hesitance, respect. a certain more than respect, like you're scared. There's a certain fear of you're going to talk to somebody who's very great. That's the same feeling a person's going to have when he does. A person with heavenly diamonds, and then he's standing in front of Hashem. And Hashem is a melech. And if that's the case, there's meant to be a certain fear of that I have, that am, am I roy, am I worthy of speaking to a king? Uh, th- that feeling is meant to be so strong that that's how we start from Rashi with the words Hashem is for Saitifah. Hashem allow me to talk. Because if I think about it, so then I don't feel I'm able to talk without permission to talk. And if Hashem give me permission to talk, then I can say something because. If I'm standing in front of the Melech, so there's a certain feeling I don't deserve to speak until I'm given permission to speak. So, therefore, that's the way a person is meant to feel when he's doing a mitzvah or when he's davening. So, when davening, we know about that. And that's what he brings the, the, the mission for as well in Brachos, that he should know in front of him he's davening. And the same thing we know that the person who's standing in Shemunah's face is only with the Melech. He's standing in front of the king, and that's meant to give a person the feeling of standing in front of the king. He stands without moving, he's done with we call him the whatever it is, there's a certain way a person stands when you're in front of the king. And they understand that's the year when a person is meant to have the, of the importance of a king. But as we find by, by Davini, the Mitzvah Shashem just also being Chiddush. He said, when a person does a Mitzvah, you're meant to think the same thing. I'm doing a Mitzvah, Musa and Mitzvah. There's a feeling of standing in front of the Melech when I do a mitzvah. This is a Kiddush. This we don't find in the Gemara. And that is, we find in the Gemara that the person damaged from Israel is standing in front of Hashem. But when a person is let's say, doing a mitzvah, whatever the mitzvah is going to be, um, putting the zuz on the door, we don't see that that's considered in front of Hashem. And then the Mitzvah Shalom says there also, a person is going to have that year of that. When the person does a mitzvah, he's doing it with Hashem. He's doing it with Hashem. Where do we see the mind of a mitzvah being in front of Hashem? Now, the truth is, like I said, the Mitzvah Shalim really makes life easy for us. 
because he says that the first the times the person is going to have this year is when he's davening or when he's doing mitzvahs. When the Ramah, Mishnah talks about it, the Ramah says the person is meant to have this year always. And that's the Ramah which is quoted at the beginning of Arachai. And the Ramah says that Shavisi Hashem and Nagdi Tomit, the fact that I know that I'm always in front of Hashem, is a Ktal God of Shahalchim Tomid Lifne Hashem. They're always in front of Hashem. It's not just when I'm doing mitzvahs. It's not just when I'm davening, it's always. And then Ramah explains it. And he says, because the way a person talks, and the person sits, and the person sleeps, and the person acts, whereas in front of a king, isn't the way that a person sleeps and talks and sits and acts with his family. And therefore, I'm meant to feel I'm always in front of Hashem, that's going to color, that's going to shape, that's going to change the way that I act. So the, the Ramah is much more machmir. It's not just that a person is meant to feel this way when he davens, the person is meant to feel like that the whole time. And now it's true that Ramah is talking about the minus of Tzadikim, but so is the Mishnah Shashar. We're talking about the Chosid, that's the high level of a Tzadik. And it's interesting, so the Mishnah Shashar limits that they experienced specifically to when I'm davening with the Mishnah whereas the Ramah extends it to the whole time. I'm always standing in front of Hashem. Okay, so let's explain. How does a person connect to that feeling of your serenity? Says the Mishnah Shashar, Vinay Shleshet Varim, Tzarek Shistak Adam, there are three things a person should think about and understand as well. Today she To get to this level of Yerushalayim, it doesn't come easily. It's the, it's the level of person who's working. So Mrs. Shalom is going to train us, how do we get to that level of Yerushalayim? This is the three stages. The first one, her effort. When a person is damaged in Yerushalayim, he should feel, I'm standing in front of Hashem. I'm talking to him, I'm discussing with him. Even though I don't see Hashem, it doesn't affect me knowing that I'm speaking to him. I'm speaking to him and he's listening to me. And therefore the way I, I should approach Hashem is you have an audience with Hashem and I have to think, Mirosh, what am I going to say? What do I want to tell? And therefore, Because I don't see Hashem, so to imagine that there's a, the reality is I'm standing in front of Hashem and I'm talking to him and he's listening to me, it's very hard for people to conceptualize because they're nothing to see. Yan and Achush Arzal is a Since a person's senses of sight don't help that at all, so it's harder for a person to be able to focus on that that's a fact. But if a person does, a person who thinks things through properly, if at this point in with a little bit of thought and pay attention to it, so then he can convince himself that that's the truth of what's happening. And there is Eichu Bav and Nosef and Nosef and Nosef and Nosef and when he comes to David, he's really discussing with Hashem. He's talking to Hashem, listening to him. And in front of him is Chanin. And if he's asking something, he's asking in front of Hashem. And if he wants him to happen, he's asking Hashem to make it happen. But we just for Hashem reminds him that. And from Hashem's point of view, he's listening to him. Makshiv Ludvar, he's paying attention to what you say. Hashem Yedav Ishla Re'ayu, Re'ayu Makshiv Shabayayayu. Just like if I speak to somebody else and that person is listening to me, so then it's a direct communication. Now, why is it something which is hard? Because if, let's say, there would be a two-way conversation. Let's say we would talk to Hashem and Hashem would respond. So then we have no questions. If you, I'm talking to you, then you answer it. And I ask you, then it's very clear to me we're having a conversation. Because just like I speak to you, I can hear you speak to me as well. But if I'm speaking to you and you're just listening, and I'm, you're not giving, you're not, I'm not hearing a response, so the person will be wondering, are you listening to me at all? Uh, you don't, you're not responding to me. 
And that's why, and that's just going to the level we're talking about, that's what makes the, the, an effort into the endowment. In other words, if every, after every bracha I say, please Hashem give me the Chachma bin Abadas, Hashem Khanadas, and then there would be a, an answer, okay, yes, no, try harder, whatever it is. Okay, next, Hashem, please give me Rafael Hashem and Rafa, please heal all the Khaylin. And I'll wait, the answer will be, no, yes, whatever it will be. Okay, so then I'll, I know that I'm being listened to and that there's an answer. And that I'm being answered. So I understand. How, how do you know you're being if, listened to? If, 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 let's say, we would hear an answer after each bracha. Right. Hashem would say yes, Hashem would say no. Then we would not. Then we would be not. It would be obvious that we talking to Hashem, Hashem listening to us. Right. Except, the, being as we don't feel we're getting an answer on the spot, so it's harder for us to relate to the fact that that, we, that we're having a conversation and Hashem's listening because we're not hearing a response. So what's what how, what's we meant to look at it? What's we meant to understand it? The third is like this. The third is that there's this is simply first. There's a reason why um, we aren't we don't hear Hashem's response so, so every time we double. As you ask for something. And we don't, we don't listen to Hashem to say he said yes, he said no, whatever it was, even though the issue is such a thing, that's part of the book. And now we would ask for something Hashem would answer him. So, why, why today isn't it like that? Is that, is that the case? And now he would respond to Navi? Yeah, as he found out to Navi. Mm-hmm. They would ask for something, and then Hashem would respond to them. So it wasn't the topic of Hashem to say Navi, was because he was answering. Okay. He responded to what they said, what they asked for. But the point over here, so today it's not like that. That's not like that. Now, as we learn, the system is such that we can ask Hashem, and Hashem is not giving us a response. Why not? So the answer, the simple answer to that question is, as long as Hashem is not giving us a response, He is. Because we can't hear the response. We can't hear the response. And uh, why is that? Because we know that to, we're able to hear in the world, persons in a certain level, they're able to connect to the world, and then so that we aren't on that level. So we matter, we, 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 it's like, you know, the response is given, but we can't hear it. So that's the first point. In other words, we can't blame Hashem, Hashem, he didn't answer us. He did. He just couldn't hear the answer. And uh, that, if a person thinks like that, it takes away a lot of the difficulty people have to think of the fact that I'm approaching Hashem, I'm talking to him, he's listening to me. Because like Hashem like himself said, if I'm expecting Hashem to listen to me, then why doesn't he answer me back? But if I know that Hashem is listening to me, but I can't hear him because I have a problem, I'm not on the level of the Eruchnias, so then as far as I'm concerned, he is answering me back. He's agreeing, he's not agreeing, he's, 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 he's responding to me. Uh, I'm not able to hear it. And because of that, so then I don't feel that the Matfid is not being listened to. It is. It is. It's just that I'm not able to be able to pick up the specific spiritual antenna to hear what the answer is. Where, where is, uh, how does it help me? How does it come to that basis? So I want to share with you a story. Um, for me, I'm just, I learned this point from. I heard the story that during the Muhammad al-Shakhur, or so just before it, when the beginning of that year, so everybody knew that there was going to be a war. It was a little bit like now that like, everyone could feel that it's coming, it's coming. All the armies declared they were going to fight, get to get to fight against the newly formed Jewish state. And everyone was very scared because we didn't have any chance against seven different countries surrounding us. So they were called Yemait Fin for everyone to come down. The children, the Khaira children, the elders, everybody. And a few weeks before the war began, just after Pesach, they had a Yom Tfilah here in Yerushalayim. 
And like I said, the whole, the, all the from Jesus gathered, and they davened this for an hour. They said to Hillel, and the story goes that on the way home, Warren Begdari was there was a briskara. The briskara. And the people who were accompanying him afterwards, so he says to them, he says, Baruch Hashem, we won the war. So they said, what do you mean we won the war? The war hasn't started yet. So they said, yeah, it will just take time, but we won the war. So said, how do you know? So they said, because we davened. We davened, and I felt that Hashem answered us, and he accepted it too, he went to win the war. And that was what the risk was said before the war began. Now, the risk also wasn't a Navi. The risk also wasn't a Navi. And what? There's a certain sense that sometimes a person can get in the daven that the Torah has been accepted. And the Torah has been accepted, so then they're hearing, in some surprise, they're feeling Hashem's response. So an example over here. So he, he, get, he got, the, so to speak, their feeling. Hashem said yes. He asked Hashem to say yes. So one will, yes, he's accepted it. So it hasn't happened yet because, okay, it'll take, it'll take time to play out. But Lamaya said the Twitter was accepted. And in that way, a person davens, like I think, but that's you saw it. It's not that I'm davening and I don't see a result. The result's here. Now it's been decided. If a person's able to, they can even get a sense and a feeling that my Twitter was accepted. And remember, that makes the, the fact that I'm diving to Hashem, I know there's a decision being made based on my Twitter, it makes it much more real. It makes it much more real because I much more feel that my Twitter is being heard, my Twitter is being considered, and it's being responded to. And that's the important point. If I ask somebody for something, it says, I hear what you're asking for, but I'm sorry, the answer is no. I know that I'm being listened to. If I ask something, it's dead silence, though you didn't hear me. And therefore, the record is that, the, that when a person davens, the main point is, the awareness, Hashem is listening. And whatever he's going to decide, he's going to decide, but Lemaise, he's giving me an answer. It wasn't, he didn't hear me. Hashem is listening, Hashem is answering me, and he's, and he's, he's, he's hearing what I'm saying. He's going to respond to me. He's going to answer. I don't have to be a novice to hear the words of Hashem. I can get a feel for the Twitter itself sometimes. Was the Twitter accepted or not? And that's a Mishnah. Mishnah's famous. He says, Rabbi Yochanan ibn Daisy is dying for sick people. And he should say, he's going to die. He's going to die. And I ask him, how do you know? He said, I'm not a Navi, But I know I can feel when the Twitter has been accepted. If I can feel when the Twitter has been accepted, then I know that Hashem will, will change things and help this person live. And if I feel my Twitter was rejected, so then I know that it's not going to work. And that doesn't, you know, I know Rafael Medaj was a Tana on a tremendously high level, but we have a much more recent medallion as well. I had a story from Shalom Brevda about 10 years ago. He was someone who knew the Khaznish. And he said there was a certain relative of the Khaznish who was very sick. So he had to tell him, I think it was his nephew or his, or his cousin or whatever, he was very sick. He's down for it. So the Khaznish went down. And after he finished, he turned to his sister, Rabbi Kanievsky, his wife was there. He said, no, I'm sorry, I couldn't. The answer was no. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't help him. And the next day he died. There, were, there is a certain beginner that even a person in the more recent times without never has a feeling of that the Twitter's been heard and it's going to be an answer. He says, it's going to say, do not accept it. Yeah. important. And that is, very often, we see Hashem answers because what we ask for happens. But the problem is, and that is, is a mistake people make. Because they ask for something, and it happens. They think, ah, it wasn't because of Hashem, it happened for some other reason. What do you want Hashem to do? He, he's not going to do a nest. You ask for something to happen, and He takes care of it. He just takes, but you've got to see that if it happens what you need it, so then you have to say, this is why Hashem answered me. And as, let's say a person needs a, 
Whatever it is. They need a Vesik. So the Azra Shem Pisa Shem Shemir Refer Shema. And what happens is a few days later, the doctor says, you know, there's this new treatment, there's this new medication, try it, it'll help you. And that, I said again, was a doctor. No, it wasn't. Hashem sent you the answer. He asked for it, he sent it to you. People think that only, that Hashem only answered them with a CNS. Hashem is not doing this. If it works out some other way, then that's what Hashem answered also. The person needs finances. He says, please, Hashem, help me. And then he gets a job offer. And then someone gives him a loan. And then, that's Hashem answering you. It's not going to, Hashem's not going to give you this. Hashem's answering in the way that things work out. And whatever else is going to be awesome. Which means often we do see Hashem answers. Just we think that we don't see it as Hashem answering. We see what we needed, we got. We, we, we asked for something and it happened. And now, but, but don't think of what happened because of other reasons. It happened because you asked. Hashem gave it to you. And that's the last point I want to talk about. And that is, very often people only done for things which, in order to make it happen, would be honest. In other words, somebody who's so sick that there's nothing to do for them and the doctor says he's going to die, please should make a nest. Or someone who's in such a complicated situation that there's no way out. And then, then they daven for a nest. That's much harder. She doesn't want to do this. If a person would daven for things when it didn't get to that stage, for regular things, for things which are, so to speak, could happen without changing the world, then it's much, so to speak, he'll see much more commonly that Hashem answers him. He'll see much more regularly that he got to Hashem gets what he wants. Hashem answers, Hashem gives. It's when people only daven in a case of something which is going to be a big, big nest to make it happen, I guess Hashem doesn't want to make a big nest happen. But if a person davens for things which are normal, and things which are regular, and they happen, so then Hashem's answering you. You got what you asked for. If a person davens every day for Pranasa, and that day he made Pranasa somehow, things worked out, he had food to eat. So Hashem answers it to him. It's not only when the person is so deeply in debt, he says, Hashem, I need a million dollars now, because that's asking for a nest. If a person asks for things which are normal, things which are within the, norm, the Mahalik of Hashem runs the world, he'll see he'll get them. And that's also, it's meant to be chazak for us, that same point. And that is, Hashem does listen to Tefillah. And the more we understand that, we, that Hashem listens, the more we understand we're standing in front of Him, we're talking to Him. And that's the, that's the first level of working on Yerush Aramis. And that is getting used to the idea that Hashem is listening to me when I talk. Hashem is hearing every word I say. And that's why He's responding to it. And that, that prepares me more than therefore to think before I speak, to think what I want to say to Him, to have Kavana, because I'm now being listened to. There's three stages, but like we saw, that's the first stage in developing that awareness of the year of Yerusalem, which is the year that I know that I'm, or maybe if never.